Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. There was explosive testimony recently in Washington, D.C. We're going to talk about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Tamara Hardy says, quote, I can't trust any medical professionals right now. This was after one of the nation's largest children's hospitals tried to, quote, transition Tamara's 13-year-old daughter into a, quote, boy, despite parental opposition. The House Judiciary Committee held an explosive hearing recently on so-called gender-affirming care for minors. Some Democrats actually walked out, refusing to hear from the children irreparably mm -hmm. damaged by the highly profitable gender care industry. Democrats didn't seem to care or listen even to the doctors and scientists who adamantly opposed the unprecedented medical experiments being performed on children with or without parental consent. You know, this is really irritating. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what party you're a part of. It doesn't matter whether you think the other party on something like this was trying to score some points or whatever it might be. You have parents that are coming with their kids or speaking on behalf of their kids, you should owe them a little bit of respect of your time to listen to their stories. You may walk away not having changed your mind, but to walk out of meeting like this is just the height of stupidity, anger, and disrespect. Oh, absolutely. And what you said earlier, the word experiment is really what's going on. You know, the left likes to use these terms, gender affirming care, transition, transgender, all that. It's they're not true. It's lies. Those are just terms they use, just like with abortion. They want to make it health care, whatever. It is medical mutilation. It is experiments they're doing on our children. And there's got to be a stop to this. You know, and what frustrates me is you have these great hearings, but we have got to take action. There's got to be a stop to what these these gender clinics are making all this money off of destroying our children. Well, first, what we need to do is stop the H.R. 15 bill, the so-called mm. Equality Act. It was H.R. 5. Now it's H.R. 15. It's the same thing. They already have all of the Democrats. 212 Democrats have signed on to support this bill, all the Democrats, including two additional Democrats that are delegates. They won't have final voting authority, but they're from the territories. So they have 214, but 212 actual votes. They already have those votes locked up for H.R. 15. It is the most radical bill that pushes LGBT and Q and abortion and sets aside the federal 1993 Religious Freedom Restoration Act so that you have no federal religious freedom rights protection under that 1993 law. This is not just radical. This is demonic. It's very demonic. demonic. And it also actually in the preamble talks about, um, quote, conversion therapy, close quote. Another euphemism. Saying that it was harmful and it's discredited and they want to ban it. Um, this particular mm -hmm. bill 
provides abortion through all nine months of pregnancy, funding of abortion, and it would also provide LGBT and Q. Q is the letter standing for queer. Sometimes it stands for questioning, but they use it oftentimes as queer. And their definition of queer, not mine, their definition of queer is that it encompasses everything outside of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Everything outside of that. So if you're not covered by the LGBT, then Q covers you. And what's part of Q? There are about 550 sexual paraphilias mm. that all come under the ambit of Q. Including pedophilia, which is including a huge pedophilia, feeding into child sex trafficking. Which they've tried to euphemistically rename like an Orwellian dystopian novel from pedophilia because that's a negative term to minor attracted person or MAP mm-hmm. that a pedophile is just somebody who's attracted to minors just like somebody's attracted to somebody of the same sex then this person is just attracted to little boys or little girls that's just a minor attracted person and they ought to have the same quote protection as anybody else that comes under cue you know, Matt, in the Bible, you write, you read about that they would uh, sacrifice children to the Moloch God, and you read that and you think, "Oh, that's horrible! How would they do such a thing?" Well, we have we're doing that now, even to a greater extent, with all those issues that you're talking about. So, my question is, why isn't every church addressing this? Why isn't mm. every person in a church calling their representative, demanding that this be stopped? This would not even be an issue if we were doing our job as being the light in this culture and protecting our children. Yeah, no, you're right. I I just was recently texting to a pastor of a fairly large church about this. He was asking me about what the status is, and so he's been speaking on it, but so few churches and pastors are are speaking about this, and so few people even know about it. And this is happening on our watch. Our watch. All they need is six Republicans, and they can bypass the Speaker of the House and have a discharge petition A discharge petition is where the speaker typically has the authority to schedule what is going to be voted on. But if there's enough people in the House or the Senate, it has to be an overwhelming number. In this case, it would be 218 people. If they got 218 people to sign a discharge petition, they can put this bill on the floor over the speaker's objections no committees, and have it passed. And then it would rush over to the United States Senate. That's how close it is, just six Mm -hmm. votes away. The future of our children are hanging by those votes. They really are. They're hanging. So Tamara uh, was talking about Samuel, her 13-year-old, Tamuel and Samuel, I should say. Tamara and Samuel are the husband and wife. They were talking about their 13-year-old daughter who was in crisis. The girl had been struggling with depression and began cutting herself. Like any good mother, Tamara took her daughter to the Children's Hospital of New Orleans, desperate to find healing for her daughter's mental health. And it was a big mistake. Mm. Hospital staff members looked, uh, locked Tamara and Samuel out of the room as doctors interviewed their daughter. And by the end of the one-hour interview, doctors emerged and informed the parents that they were putting their daughter on puberty blockers. When Tamara and Samuel objected, the... Children's Hospital of New Orleans pediatricians uh, looked 
locked uh, more than just the door. They locked Tamara and Samuel out of their own daughter's treatment. Unbelievable. And she testified, quote, that's when all the communication got cut from me, said Samuel, with Tamara adding, when I asked about looking at her health records, they said that I would have to have her daughter's permission. She's 13. Now, this hospital even changed the daughter's name on the hospital records. And here's what Tamara said, quote, The staff didn't even know when I asked for her by her legal name, they didn't know who I was talking about. So she would call to find out about her daughter and use her real name. Well, they couldn't find her because they changed her name on the hospital records. Unbelievable. When Tamara brought concerns about uh, the parental rights to Dr. Uh, Ryan uh, Pastermack, the pediatric medicine specialist treating her daughter, quote, he just laughed at me, close quote. And you have to remember, these so-called doctors are not into this. They don't care about the children. They're making a lot of money from this. You look at 2007, there was one of these so-called gender clinics. Now there's hundreds of them. This is a huge industry. And then once they do all their medical mutilation on these children, then they leave them. Like Chloe Cole, she experienced that. They threatened her parents. Well, you want a dead daughter? Well, of course they don't want a dead daughter. So they did all this on her. Now they have abandoned her when she's having all these health issues and realized that wasn't the answer. Now she's suffering. Yeah, and Chloe was one of the people who testified before this House committee. It was a powerful testimony, too. Yeah, so Tamara and Samuel were only able to save their daughter from certain slaughter. Uh, Once out of the hospital, their 13-year-old daughter had no transportation to the children's hospital and could not continue this mutilating uh, treatment that would ultimately make her infertile. Mm. Uh, So this is uh, Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, said that the medical professionals in schools increasingly see parents as, quote, standing in the way, close quote. Our children are not experiments. He said uh, their attitude is, quote, these aren't, you are not your children. They are the state's children, and the state should be making the parental decisions. That's what he said the attitude of these professionals are. Mm. He says what's even more alarming is that the central tenet of the transgender movement and its allies is to exclude parents as much as possible for making decisions about the health of their own children. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash EA, forward slash EA, sign the petition and send faxes on HR 15. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.